Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk to you about what to do with the people that you're dating when they just aren't showing up to make plans with you or that part of the connection is really difficult. Before we get into that and right on topic, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, if you haven't already, you can schedule a free 15-minute laser coaching session through the bio of my Instagram page. There's a link there. And this is just a free session where we talk about any question that you have around dating, and I'll give you the best answer that I can within the time frame. So if you're interested in that, just find me on Instagram. My name is Amber Grubenman and you can schedule that session there. Lastly, if you're interested in learning more about working together, I have a program called From Dating to Exclusive, and the title is pretty self-explanatory. I teach you how to go from dating to into an exclusive connection with somebody that you really like without playing games and with less anxiety than you've ever experienced before. And if you would like to learn more about the process and how I help people do that, there's a link in the show notes with a lot more information about what we would do together and what's included in that program. All right, so let's talk about today's topic, which is guys who are not planning, leaving things to the last minute, or you're always driving things forward. And so a client sent me a message in between our sessions and she said, I feel like this is coming up with guys and I don't really know how to respond. Should I say something or should I just kind of let my actions speak for themselves? Like if they try to plan something, I'll just already be busy because they did it last minute. And so here is the message that I sent back to her. I said, let's put things in perspective. You're creating an abundance of dates. Why? Because of your energy and because you're 100% a catch. Therefore, you have no need to try and get better behavior from guys who are not already meeting you there. So if a guy literally says he's not a planner, I guess we won't have plans. Bye bye <laughs> You want to build your belief around two things. One, it's possible that there's someone who would enjoy a consistent and committed connection with me starting right now. And two, it's possible that getting this daily dose of me would be the best thing that ever happened to him. The right person is looking for exactly you. And the more you believe that person exists, the less you try to tinker with and fix the wrong guys along the way. And so I decided to create this podcast today because we had our next coaching session. This was like a week or two ago. And she shared that it's been like her daily mantra now. So I figured it would probably be helpful for you too. So the first thing that I mentioned in the message is an abundance of dates. And just in general, that feeling that you're 100% a catch. And when you're in that energy of I'm a catch and you're doing certain things with online dating and that kind of thing, When I say abundance of dates, the standard that I have for my clients that I would want them to meet is a minimum of one date per week. So when you know that you can create at least one date per week, that for me is an abundance of dates. That means that you have lots of chances to connect with people. And if you're not reaching one date per week, that's not a problem. 
Like it's just a goal to set. Like, okay, like what can I do to create one date per week? And it just helps us get into the flow of dating and an abundance mindset with dating. And what's important to understand about that is even if you haven't been on a date in two, three weeks, abundance is a mindset. So even if you're not creating a bunch of dates, you should still always be dating and making decisions from an abundance mindset, knowing that this person isn't your only chance. They weren't the first person you ever liked. They won't be the last person that you ever like if it doesn't work out with that person. Now, let's talk about the two beliefs that I mentioned towards the end of the message. The first one is it's possible that there is someone who would enjoy consistent and committed connection with me starting now. And just think about how that would feel if you 100% believe that. Like, even if I haven't met that person right now, they're not in my circle right now, there are people who would enjoy consistent and committed connection with me. And consistent just meaning they want to make plans. They want to make time. They want to spend time with me and around me. When you're trying to tinker with and fix or change the person who isn't showing up that way, it's coming from your lack of belief that there is somebody who would want to show up that way. When you have beliefs like, hey, I'm really fun to hang out with, I'm an attractive person, I'm a catch in so many different ways, my presence is a gift and I go where I'm wanted and I go where I fit and I go where I'm desired, then you just don't take the action of trying to tinker with men along the way who don't see you in that way. Let's use a metaphor (laughs) just to clarify this. So let's say you knew 100% that there was a bakery that was open on the next 10 blocks. And you just weren't sure which one it was though. So you start walking and you go to the first bakery. You see like the little clay croissant outside of the window and you go to the door and it's closed. If you have 100% belief and trust that there is a bakery within the next 10 blocks that is open and wants to give you a croissant, (laughs) then you wouldn't try to jimmy the locks or bang on the door or wait outside until it opens or ask people around when the store is going to open. You would just keep walking, right? And so that's how it is in dating as well. When we have complete faith and trust that there is a connection, it might not be the one that we're talking to right now, but there is somebody out there that would be open to us right now, then we don't spend time stopping and messing with the stops along the way and trying to make them into that because we just know it's coming. It's just not this opportunity right now. And so let's talk about the second belief, which is it's possible that getting his daily dose of amber would be the best thing that ever happened to him. So fill in your own name with that belief. It's possible that getting his daily dose of me would be the best thing that ever happened to him. And I want you to think about somebody in your life where you feel that way about them. So when I think about my best friend, Julia, that's how I feel. I'm like getting a daily dose of Julia talking to me is the actual best thing that has ever happened to me (laughs) and other people in my life as well. 
And think about people who are in your life that have that view of you already. And it might be your best friend, it might be your mom, it might be your boss. And sometimes we kind of write those things off. We're like, well, yeah, that's my mom. But what I want to offer is that the people who see you that way, who really enjoy your presence and think that you're amazing, are the people who see you the most clear and actually have the most accurate perception of you. And those are probably the people that know you the most and the deepest as well. And so if these beliefs feel really out of touch for you, that's okay too. It just means it's a belief that you need to build. And the way that we build beliefs is we practice them on purpose and we find evidence for them. So think about ways that you are a catch and what you do bring to connections and why a daily dose of you would be a really good idea for anybody. And now let's just use a slightly different metaphor for what this belief really means in terms of the way that we take action. So think about if you had a plate of cookies and they were your grandma's recipe, and they were the best cookies ever, and you were walking around with this plate of cookies and you were offering them to people. Not everybody would want a cookie, but you probably wouldn't spend time trying to convince people and shove it down their throats and tell them that they need to eat them and why won't they eat them? And they're like, I just, I'm, I don't like cookies. I'm I just don't want to. You probably wouldn't spend a lot of time. You would just know that, hey, I have something really awesome to offer and some people might be in the mood for it. Some people might like this specific thing and some people won't. And you would just continue instead of spending a lot of time working on the people that don't want it. So let's just talk about this a little bit more practically when it comes to people not showing up to make plans with us. So the first thing that I would check in with is... Check in with yourself in this connection that you're in and ask yourself, if I didn't make plans, if I didn't reach out to hang out, offer a day, offer a time, ask them to meet up with me, would I feel like maybe they might not ever reach out to me again? Like I might not see them ever again if I'm not pushing this forward. And if the answer to that is yes, then that's a connection that I wouldn't invest more into. And again, coming back to those abundance mindsets that you're an awesome plate of cookies and there's an open bakery and you don't need to tinker with this person to try and get them to make plans with you. It's okay. Just move on to the next connection where it feels more reciprocal. If it feels like the person does reach out to want to hang out, but it's kind of last minute or in a way that just doesn't work with your planning style then you can make a request and you can say, hey, I usually need about this many days notice. I tend to make a lot of plans with friends, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really want to see you. I really like you. That sounds really fun. Um, Maybe we can just plan it a little bit more in advance next time. And just consider that even early on in a connection, you get to see if the person is responsive to that kind of stuff. They might not be the best planner overnight that you're looking for or plan things one month ahead of time, but do they just try? Do they respond? Do they hear you or do they just brush it off or think immediately, I'm not a planner, I can't do that? Because 
even those kinds of things show us their growth mindset and just their willingness to adjust and consider your needs and your perspective as well. I just think about a lot of things that wouldn't come naturally to me in dating, but if somebody let me know that it was really important to them, I would try a little bit more. Like if, like, I don't like texting, but if somebody said, hey, I don't like that you don't text me for two days, I would say, oh, okay, like, I'll text you a little bit more. And I might not be the best texter immediately, but I would be responsive and want to grow a little bit to show them that I cared about what their perspective was and how they felt. And now lastly, if you're the kind of person where you're type A, you love planning every minute, you want to know what you're going to eat and what time you're going to eat it and what you're going to do after and you need the conversation planned and all of that kind of stuff, then what I would suggest to you is that you plan it, (laughs) right? So um, there are, by the way, I'm not a planner, (laughs) Um, but I'm great at going along with other people's plans. So it works out even when I'm friends with and date planners. So for example, um, my friends told me they wanted to go camping. I was like, that sounds great. I said, just let me know the time that you're picking me up and what I should basically pack. And they just told me, we're going to be at your house at 2 p.m. I said, great. And I just packed a backpack and I got in the car and I literally didn't know where we were going. And I didn't care because that's fine for me. Um, However, my friends, some of them really like planning. So my friend had planned the place. He like booked the thing. He organized it with other people and it worked out. So he got to plan it in the way that he needed to feel comfortable And me, the non-planner, could just go along with it as long as I was able to show up and commit to the time. So if you know that you need certain things to be in place or at a certain time or you're particular about certain things, then I would just take the responsibility for setting those things up in that way. And then the other option is to lean into some discomfort and maybe channel your inner amber and... um, practice going with the flow a little bit more and manage your mindset around it and see what comes up for you when you're not in control of the little things or don't know what's coming next in your plans and just see like, okay, what is it that I actually need to feel comfortable and what can I let go of and just kind of be more in the flow about. And so with all of this, what I always share in general with any standard that we're like, like, is this an issue? Do I need to bring this up? That kind of thing is just check in about the average of your connection, not like tit for tat. What did he do today? And then at 2 p.m. he said this and then later he said this and now I'm upset with him and now I like him. Just kind of reflect over the last week that I've been hanging out with this person in connection with this person. How did it feel? Did it feel like I was pushing things forward? Did it feel like I might never see this person again if I don't push things forward? How did the connection feel and what's needed next? All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.